Hey, I'm Lauren McMullen, and I can't even tell you how excited I am that you're joining me today. All you need to join in on this journey is the willingness to open your mind to new perspectives. This podcast is a place for learning through the experience of listening to other stories, for bringing us together, for being empowered, for acceptance of yourself and others. For the business-minded, the spiritual, the fun-loving, the silly. In other words, you. Come along with me on this path of self-awareness and love. There is no better time than now. So welcome to Soul Radiant Radio. Hello, my friends. Lauren McMullen, your host here. And today, I just had something that was crossing my mind that I thought it would be kind of nice to share with you. So I want to ask you, do you ever feel like you don't have enough information in order to go out and make a difference for someone? That using your voice is not correct because you don't know every single fact that you want to speak on? I feel like sometimes this has come up for me where it's like I want to, in my business and in my social media profiles, I want to be out there speaking to people on a level that they'll understand, but also not making it on a level that they'll understand, not for their benefit, but for mine in a way. It almost sounds selfish, but it's, it's really speaking and embodying who I am as a person, on a soul level, what's close to me, what my beliefs are, what my feelings are. And I think that a lot of times I'm hiding. I am hiding who I am from the world. Even though I will come out and people think that they know who I am, they feel like they've known me, that I've always been this really confident person and and this and that, but sometimes I think you've only seen the side of me that I'm confident sharing. You haven't seen the vulnerable side. You haven't seen the Lauren who falls apart, who gets very emotional, who sometimes doesn't understand what's happening in her own life and just feels lost. You've never seen that girl because I've never allowed you to see her. I have never broken down in front of you. I have always felt like I needed to be someone who was so strong, so strong. I remember, and I don't know why this is popping up in my head, but maybe it's something I just needed to say. I remember I had a cat who was, gosh, in my life from the time I was eight until, oh my gosh, I don't even know what year she passed away, but she was like 16, 17 years old. I had her for a long time and she lived with my mom, you know, when I was out doing me, getting to know the world, becoming an adult, having my first daughter, that kind of stuff. But I remember when she was dying, I had to drive into Baltimore because It was, I think, a Sunday night, and there weren't any other vets that were open that would help uh, put her to sleep, but she was dying of some heart failure, and, you know, I remember getting to this place. I had my daughter, Maya, with me. She's 12 now. She was young at the time, and um, 
getting there and, you know, getting with my mom and my cat pumpkin and being in the vet office and just a little bit of background. I used to be a vet tech, so I, I'm not going to claim to know everything there is to know about pets, but at the time I still had a lot of fresh, um, veterinary medicine skills, procedures, that kind of stuff in my head. And we got there and she, my cat pumpkin just started kind of seizing and they were trying to, you know, put a catheter in to hit a vein so that they could, you know, euthanize her. And, you know, she was just crying out in pain. And I, at that point, and maybe this is a little graphic, so maybe if you don't want to hear something that seems graphic, you should turn this off now. But I just remember saying to the doctor, put it directly in her heart, put it directly in her heart, because there was nothing you could do to get to a vein when she was dying and dehydrated and her veins were shrinking. And it just, it was more suffering that she didn't need to feel. And I remember you know, them finally doing that and looking at my mom who was so overcome with emotion, sadness, crying, and I didn't shed a single tear, not one. And I remember my mom saying to me, you're not even sad. You haven't even, you're not even going to cry. I mean, this was your childhood pet, the, the pet that I had the longest in my life. And you're not crying about this. And I remember really trying to internalize that and kind of figure out, well, what's wrong with me? Why didn't I cry? You know, why, why am I not sad? Although it was very sad, I feel like I almost went into a, when crisis or things happen in my life, I feel like I'm always the one who's instantly just jolted into action, not panic, not emotion. I don't allow my emotions to kind of jump up and take a hold of me in that way. And I don't know why this specific story is coming up, but I guess because that's one of the first times, you know, I felt like, no, I'm not crying. I need to be strong because you're crying because I need to be here to hold your hand. To be strong is to not cry. To be strong is to not have those emotions. And I'm just, I guess, taking a moment to reflect on that is the way I lived my life up to a certain point, that having emotions and showing them and openly crying in front of people and not being okay was a weakness. And it's not true. I just want to say, like, for anyone who feels like that's who they have been, that they have worried about squashing or putting aside their emotions, that it's not okay to have emotions, that it's not healthy to deal with emotions, that what you feel you don't know how to process, it's okay to have those emotions. You know, I am defined emotionally in my solar plexus within human design, and that makes me actually, I need to make decisions that, that green light your authority. Mine has all come from my emotions. And how have I been doing a disservice to myself to never make the correct decisions because I have been avoiding or smothering or going through life like anything that comes up that is not okay. I've been like, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm just moving forward without trying to actually deal with acknowledge or process how I feel.
it goes hand in hand with me shutting down my own voice with closing off my throat chakra, with not using my voice in the way that I was designed to do it, not sharing with people. I'm allowing people or I've been allowing people to say whatever they have to say, even if it hurts my feelings or makes me feel in any kind of way or I disagree. I've not been one that speaks out against people. That is something that I know very sure to be true in my life where Advocating for myself hasn't always come easily because I've been concerned about what the blowback might be. I've been concerned about how it might make someone else feel, what emotions that may cause in them, if it makes them feel bad. I have been so wrapped up in protecting other people for so long that I never stopped to think that I was not actually protecting myself, that I was not actually my number one supporter, that I was not the person who spoke up for me. I expected that to come from an outside source. I expected that to come from someone I was in a relationship with, someone who was a parent, someone who was a grandparent, a family member, a friend. I expected other people to try and take care of me when I wasn't even taking care of me. And what message does that send? I'm going to tell you, If you are taking care of yourself, if you are out here taking care of yourself, you are teaching and being the example to other people of how you expect to be treated or how you deserve to be treated. And I wasn't doing that. For a long time, I wasn't doing that. So I think that the journey I've been on over the past year, and I know I continue to reference the past year because it has been the most transformative awakening, opening my eyes, opening my heart, opening my mind, opening up my soul, allowing me to fall into a soul space and become one with myself. That is when the most has happened to do that. Yes, I've been on the journey since day one, since I was born, but honestly, in the last year, has been the biggest transformation I've seen in myself and that I've actually taken the time and the interest and loved myself enough to put time in on me. That has been something that's been lacking in my life prior to that. And I'm really kind of reflecting on this at the moment because I am so freaking proud of myself. And if you aren't out there telling yourself you are proud of yourself, of the things that you have accomplished, the things that you have done, and maybe your accomplishment is as small as, I woke up and got out of bed today and went to work when I didn't feel like it or when, you know, things got hard, I kept pushing through, I kept going. That's an accomplishment. Celebrate that. I feel like I get into a space where I forget and it's easy to do. You know, I'm always looking like, oh, but that wasn't a big accomplishment. Therefore, there's no need to celebrate or to recognize it. But sometimes what pushes you forward through the darkest moments in your life or the hardest times, the uphill battles, is celebrating every single step of the way. It continues to keep you motivated, to keep you looking forward, to keep you moving forward. The only time you wanna look backwards and live anything out of the past is as a memory, as a way of, wow, look how far I've come. That's the only time I think that is a good time to look backwards. But I've just been doing that for myself recently and 
especially with the emotions, it's something that I've really learned that I have to honor my emotions. That doesn't mean that I need to, you know, throw a fit when I'm in a low or whatever. I don't have to to explain why I feel a certain way or why I'm in a certain mood. And I think realizing that has been a game changer. It's okay that I have a day where I'm just not feeling it, where I'm in my emotions or in my feelings. You know, I know that I naturally have really high highs and really low lows. And when I'm having a really low low, it's normally my most creative time because it's really when I start to isolate myself my friends know, my soul sisters know, they won't hear from me for days. Even when we talk every single day, all of a sudden, they won't hear from me for days. And it's nothing against them. It's just, I'm almost protecting them as well from my own emotional low because they pick up on it, being an open emotional center. They pick up on it, they're the empaths. Um, But I'm actually doing it for myself. I'm spending time loving myself. I'm spending time recognizing emotions that are coming up. Sometimes I don't even know how to identify them and and learning that it's okay not to has been also a game changer for me. It's okay not to have to define what those emotions are. It's okay to not have to tell someone why you feel a certain way or why your energy is low or why you're, you know, isolating yourself. You don't owe anyone an explanation for being you. And those are the things that I think really learning has turned the tables for me, has allowed me to be more gracious with myself, to forgive myself for denying the natural things within me, the natural emotions, pushing them aside as I was growing up and up until the last year has gotten me this far. And I wouldn't say it's a bad place that I got to, but man, things really started to open up and become amazing become better than I could have imagined and continue to do so once I started actually observing and not judging my own feelings and emotions. Um, Once I started allowing them to surface, once I learned that if you just allow them to happen and kind of sit back and watch, they go away a lot faster. They're temporary. They're not forever. So I think that's really been helpful for me moving forward If you are emotionally defined in your human design, I hope that maybe this episode helps you a little bit to understand a little bit about the journey that I took and and kind of where I'm coming from. There are some really awesome places where you can get a lot of information about being emotionally defined. I'm hoping that if you are, that you'll reach out so we can have a chat about it because it, it will change how you do things. It will change how you feel about yourself, how you accept yourself, and how you feel about others even so. So hopefully this was kind of helpful. I just all of a sudden had the call to get on and start recording this. I'm not even sure why, but I feel like maybe somebody needed to hear it. Somebody needed this guidance. Somebody needed this inspiration, whatever it was. I hope it helped. That'll be it for me for now. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Okay, my friends, that's it. That's the end of the episode. 
Thank you so much for sticking around, for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, please go and hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rating or a review and share it with your friends. I'll be eternally grateful.